0: Hello and welcome. My name is Rajat Svodkova.
1: And I'm Alihuna Ramut.
0: And we are from the Future Now Association.
1: Together, we'll be presenting this podcast, a part of the project, Storytelling for Youth Work, funded by the Erasmus Plus program of the European Union. This is one
0: part of a multi-part podcast in which we will talk to long-time storytellers, dungeon masters, and overall RPG players.
1: The two of us are also role-playing game fans and are lucky enough to have experienced a variety of them.
0: In these games, we've found inspiration, means of growth and development, and of course, a lot of fun.
1: We will discuss how storytelling can have a positive effect on your personal growth, and how to turn it into a fun activity for your friends or family, or a way to find and build new relationships and friendships.
0: Stick through to see what made these individuals hooked on storytelling.
1: Take their time and advice.
0: And learn how you can develop your own story or be part of one. Enjoy.
1: Enjoy. Uh, Soraya wants me to introduce you more lamely. Okay, it's fine. <laughs> uh, you can start again, Soraya. Well, tell me. I did. Okay. So, today with us is Nick, or otherwise Nicholas Hadzik. He's a graduate of the English Literature Department in the Aristotle University of. He's a veteran in popular and indie role-playing video games and has been a storyteller for almost 12 years in various pen-and-paper games with a special focus on Vampire The Masquerade and Dark Ages from White Wolf. So, after I've said some things about yourself, would you like to say some things about yourself, Nick? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Welcome, Nick. Uh, Welcome. Hey, it's great to see you, um, or hear you. <laughs> Uh, well yes it's true I've been uh, role playing for most of my life Um, it's been something that I've done for the past 12 years more if you include uh, some first attempts in junior high school Uh, Mm -hmm. the first uh, efforts you know with your friends Um, yeah I'm I'm a big enthusiast of role-playing games whether I'm uh, storytelling I'm playing uh, video games or pen and paper uh, and I'm very happy to be here and talk about it it's my well, thank you for being subject. here
1: yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> when uh, when we were thinking about this podcast you instantly came into my mind um, having played with you and along with alongside with you as well uh, well actually something I don't even know even though being like, a very good friend of yours is what got you into role-playing games uh, and storytelling
2: uh, that's that's a good question uh, I wonder myself sometimes uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I mean what what is it that uh, first captivates someone's attention uh, and make someone realize uh, that they can Guide or create a new story and then guide it. Um, for me, I mean, obviously, it started with books, literature. When I was at uh, a really young age, uh, my parents thankfully provided me with many, many different books, the classic literature for children. And that's, I guess, the first time where I saw that there are different worlds through books that you can enter and see through the vision and the. Um, perspective of other characters and of course that was great but then I actually got to play uh, a role-playing video game for the first time when I was like six years old Um, which one was was, that by
1: the way uh,
2: that was that was Baldur's Gate that was Baldur's Gate the first one Um, it's to this day one of my favorite games and I fell in love it was unlike anything I had seen Uh, or I I would see for many years until I realized what role-playing games are and I started, you know, actually understanding the English and playing Um, it was amazing to me that there is a a story taking place, you can control it and there are different characters in there each with their own strengths and weaknesses obviously Uh, and that element, that element of, of control, of influencing the story is just the birth of Role-playing, the role-playing game element in my mind, I think. Uh, and obviously, of course, uh, if we're talking about um, uh, consciously then uh, choosing to go the way of uh, of storytelling and uh, uh, playing role-playing games, at least as a player, uh, let's say, it was the also the video game uh, Vampire: The Masquerade Bloodlines by uh, mm. by Troika Games, which is uh, it was also the my introduction to the world of vampire. An amazing game. Slippery oh, yeah. slide. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't I said, like it?
0: No no no, I said a slippery slide. You started with the video game and then what happened?
2: Oh a slippery slide. I heard you, he's lying and I'm like <laughs> I don't I don't think <laughs> I, I don't think I would have heard this from Raya. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Indeed a slippery slide.
1: Well okay well you answered also the other question. I was going to ask what uh, which games and um, that did inspire you. Uh, and you didn't mention Baldur's Gate 1998 I think. <clears throat> and then uh, Vampire which then led you you played the video game Bloodlines and that l- introduced you to Vampire the Masquerade and yes. Un-
2: yes because that was the first game I played. Uh, the first pen and paper game that I ever played, it was uh, Vampire the Masked Actually, Vampire Dark Ages it was the first session I ever had as a player.
1: Mm. Alright, then. From uh, Since then, since you been a player, and since you started leading more role-playing games, um, the, the pen and paper ones, how do you think these RPGs have impacted your life? You can mention from any part of your life the changes
2: oh uh, well first of all uh, they are an immense amount of fun Uh, (laughs) anyone who has sat down and played and is into that uh, can testify that uh, i mean after uh, the end of the day that's the most important thing you you have fun Uh, obviously uh, alone if you're playing a role-playing game uh, or with your friends ideally that's that's the real Uh, the real entertainment to be found there. Um, But it's also, since I've mentioned friends, it's helped me to meet new people, make friends. uh, Great friends, great people who I wouldn't have met otherwise. Um, It's true that role-playing games, especially pen and paper games, have, um, let's say, a, a circle of people, a community uh that is very interesting to meet very often uh to get to know and um, there's this added let's say um bonus of not having to be yourself all the time when you first meet some people you get to play another character um be confident in that way that you're not exposing yourself in the same way that you would uh, go out and meet people for the first time Uh, so it's perfect if you're a bit you know more shy Uh, definitely consider myself as a more shy type of person so it it was amazing to to through role playing meet new people get to know them you know through role playing and um and then when they would actually become my friends uh, spend some quality time together um so uh, having believing that uh, a few good friends are one of the major things uh, to a good life, to living a good life, one of the best things about a good life. Uh, I do think that pen and paper games, role-playing games, have led me to meet some great friends or strengthen my friendship with some of my best friends. And this is has just been a pure gift. That's beautiful.
1: Very inspiring, really. Um, that uh, it's very cute also that you focus so much on this um, that this has made also the biggest impact. It's very nice and wholesome actually and something we don't get to hear that much (laughs) I think lately I don't know maybe I'm in an echo chamber and uh, hearing the same things but uh, nevertheless there are not other people that would express this thank you for doing so very heartwarming and uh, inspiring for those that uh, Struggle uh to find friends or maintain friendships. Yeah, so yeah. I have uh, a related really question. A yeah, yeah,
0: no, uh, I wanted to ask something from what you said before. Has it happened that you since you have the skill of like going into a character's shoes and taking on personality traits of people who are not you? Have you used it in other situations? Maybe in like your work or for something else like Have you borrowed characteristics or qualities of characters that you've made, maybe?
2: Uh, You know, (laughs) it's true that... um, Well, first of all, I've had the amazing luck of being in the position to have storytelling. And when you storytell a lot, you get to play many, many, many characters. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Obviously, all of them are going to have uh, common starting points, common elements. Uh, After all, you are one person masquerading or pretending to be many, but uh, that also means that if you just pay attention or if you play some characters long enough, um, you get to see or notice some of their traits that could have... that that just make you wonder, you know? Uh, This this is a trait that, for example, uh, makes people respect someone, it seems, uh, judging from the reactions of the players. this could be useful or um, something like that. And then when you, obviously when you try to apply it in real life uh, with a healthy dose of realism and being uh, down to earth about it, um, you find that suddenly you have some kind of experience as if it was coming from a different different dimension, let's say. Uh, you have some kind of experience uh, in a certain Type of behavior—it's like you've been there before. I'm—I'm um, I'm not uh, sure if I have a, an actual example, but um, if—if if I was to say, for example, uh, something about quick thinking, thinking on the spot, it's something that you practice when you play, uh, of course, when you storytell as well, um, and it's certainly given me—I mean, storytelling and. Playing pen and paper games it's given me that practice in quick thinking that I found incredibly helpful in my workplace as well mm. Some, you know whenever i I have to come up with something quickly, I give an excuse <laughs> or, um, or or uh, you know create um, an explanation that doesn't that has to sound better than it actually is uh definitely you can find there the seeds that have been planted from playing uh role-playing games
0: an excuse that's a step up from my dog ate my homework
2: you yeah exactly (laughs) it's more of like uh you won't believe what i spilled on my homework which then led to my dog eating it and then i had to save my dog's life therefore my dog was in danger i had to take care of my dog and that's what you tell in the end instead of (laughs) losing your homework because you realize that people are going to be more empathetic to Testo. Uh,
1: uh, just story. to like <laughs> make it more general so we don't give a bad example. People don't yeah. use your wits for these <laughs> nefarious oh. purposes. <laughs> 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 no, but uh, what yeah. Nick is trying to say is that... Uh, yeah, and I, I understand what you're saying as well. Um, that you your wits actually increase. Uh, yeah, sorry too much no, don't be it's, 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 it's dark. It's dark. <laughs> Everything is dark. No, but I I, I do want to um, ask you if, it, if role-playing games did uh, help you with your decision-making skills. I know that from um, the common thing people say that when they play video games, or a lot of uh, role-playing games especially, they develop uh, sometimes better decision-making, problem-solving skills, decision-making organizing, do you, do you agree on any of these statements? Have you seen them yourself? On yourself? Definitely,
2: definitely. Really? Um, I mean, obviously, planning, um, very important. I can see that um, in both as a storyteller and in players and when I was a player. It depends, of course, on what kind of player you want to be. Uh, I know that um, uh, one type of Person that really enjoys role playing games is the mini maxer, someone who does a lot of research on their character just to make sure that everything is, it will fall in place when they will actually need to use their talents. Um, Quick thinking, like I mentioned, uh, adaptability, which is something that you struggle to find in people uh, a lot of the time. Um, I think most people are just. They have this sort of inertia. When they're not. They're stuck to their original thinking, their original uh, opinions. But if you play enough pen and paper games with an open mind, you learn to be more, far more adaptable and understanding um, of how other people think. You Literally, put yourself into other people's shoes. So, adaptability, I would say, definitely is one of those things that uh, you get to have, or you get to uh, earn. From your experience in role playing. <laughs> um, like I said, if you have an open mind. And then, obviously, uh, me personally, I found it to be the perfect way to uh, hone or, or even invest more in, in my creativity, in uh, how many places I could reach with, with my mind and uh, constantly trying to push and expand that horizon. And uh, obviously learning from your mistakes, okay, that's more um, more or less something that storytellers will mostly uh, have to deal with or people who lose their characters, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, it's happened to everyone. I mean, learning learning from one's mistakes, uh, that would apply to, uh, to pen and paper games, or playing games as well. Uh, my personal uh, greatest flaw, as you know, is time management still struggling with that <laughs> I will I will one day uh, I'm sure find a way to to become better at that through role-playing as well working on it still.
0: <laughs> it almost sounds like you're filling out your own character sheet with time like increasing my wits <laughs> increasing these skills
2: <laughs> of course of course I'm spending XP it's just
1: it's yeah exactly cool. <laughs> so oh, wait, this is a nice so, thing now now actually yeah. as you mentioned it's like um, like role-playing game and storytelling games like offer you XP that you can use <laughs> to build your your own character. And
2: yeah. Just... Okay. I mean, I guess that's what we do in uh, in real life as well.
1: Yeah, yeah. but is it that... giving you more points? Yeah, I, mean, yeah, I mean, you could do something else than storytelling, but storytelling gives you this XP, or role-playing games give you this specific XP <laughs> for everything <laughs> that you mentioned. Yep.
0: In that line too. of thought, what do you think gives you more XP or what kind of XP playing or storytelling?
2: Uh, oh man, okay, so <laughs> both both of course are are great experiences uh, quite different. Um, obviously it, it, um, it boils down to whatever, like I said before, you have more fun. With uh, There used to be times when I would much rather play than uh, narrate or storytell, uh, but the thing is eventually, sooner or later, and almost always it was sooner, I felt the urge again to say my own story, to craft my own world, to share my own um, creation. Yeah. So I think after all these years, um, that if you really want to story tell um, you will find yourself doing that more and uh, you will have a great experience with that. Mm-hmm. If you just want to enjoy a good story from someone you trust and uh, trust both in the literal sense, but also trust in the way that um, you would trust uh, uh, screenwriter or our favorite director you know they're gonna make a nice story for you Uh, you want to live through that just like it was another form of media and uh, that's gonna be a greater experience for you Um, so it it depends on what you like more at the end of the day for me it's storytelling I I figured that out Uh, of course I enjoy my my breaks when I play uh, as, as you know, as a player, and I get to be the most annoying, of course, uh, person in the group. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but, 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 storytelling. Yeah, storytelling uh, for me is the personally, at least, because I enjoy it the most. It's the best experience, the most experience Alright,
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you. Also, awesome. okay. Um,
0: I, can I can I add a question then? Since you said that you are oh. the most uh, annoying player, what is the best player of RPGs like? Your, your ideal player in the story, your storytelling. What are some characteristics?
2: Oh, the, the characteristics of the ideal player. Yeah. <laughs> um, OK, well, there's, there's one thing that's very important, um, but it also depends on how good I'm doing, <laughs> and that's <laughs> how engaged or how interested they are in what's happening. Um, If I'm doing my job well, of course, uh, I'm going to see more of that. But um, I think generally uh, I would like to have players who are um, interested in being there. you must be like okay that sounds like the most basic requirement ever <laughs> uh, but you 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 have to understand that uh, if you have a group of people who are all into doing that having that same experience going through it for an afternoon uh, detach themselves as far as they can, they can of course from the world that we're in right now and just take this little fantasy trip <laughs> to another world uh, that is the best best feeling and obviously for everyone uh, that you can have Um, but other than that the reason why i'm also mentioning something so basic is because i don't think that uh, beyond that there is much else that i would really want in a specific player Uh, what i found very interesting is to have different types of players as much as possible uh, because that's what uh, essentially makes it more interesting. I would definitely not want to have the same type of player two or three or four or five times in front of me. That would be boring. <laughs> <laughs> having four or five people with different interests, different personalities, different types of, of play style and how they enjoy the game, um, that that keeps it interesting. And it, it also always finds a way to make the story more interesting somehow.
1: Cool. Hmm. Yes. That's very nice. It sounds like uh, you're giving advice to uh, future players on how they can better themselves. <clears throat> I don't, I don't say this, this is the question how, what is the ideal, but also how players themselves can become better. Uh, and following that, you know, similar. Um, um, train of thought uh, what other advices would you give to storytellers what for you let's say would be the ideal storyteller or and talking about the players um, and having different personalities as you said or being different uh, what happens in the case when there's conflict uh, either in the game or just as players
2: oh yeah um, I mean it happens it, it will happen <laughs> uh And um, well, okay. If, if we just go for um, general advice, uh, again beyond the basic, okay, have fun of everything. Um, I would say let yourself be uh, free uh, <laughs> to to create that world uh, you want. Dare to add things that maybe you think people are not gonna like you're gonna see if they do you're gonna know for next time maybe you like it so much that you will still find a better way to present it to players and they will end up liking it Uh, but if you don't try new things if you don't experiment with your storytelling style uh, you will find yourself getting bored as a storyteller Uh, now when it comes to conflict uh it depends on on how what type of conflict we're talking about. Uh, I've thankfully never had serious conflict. I've spent a lot of time reading horror RPG stories on Reddit and uh, (laughs) they always give me a laugh. (laughs) Um, uh, But uh, obviously, it also makes me think uh, how I would handle it. And uh, personally, I would say if it ever comes to a point where it's uncomfortable or dangerous, you immediately stop. Take a break, take a breather, and you talk it out because in the end, it's real life that matters. <laughs> uh, it's not worth having anyone be disappointed, sad, or of course, in danger, worse, Um Of uh, obviously, I'm in mean, danger. I mean, having panic attack or something—it happens. It can happen with uh, especially games like Vampire. Um, just take a time Ooh. out, and uh, it's going to be okay. Uh, for for like let's say conflicts that are within the game or uh, rivalries, stuff like that (laughs) well if you can find a way to weave that into the story um, it's going to just make it more interesting Um, I would say weave it, try to weave it or include it into the story in a way and um, reward what you think should be the outcome of this rivalry or its end Mm -hmm. and that's how you finish it in the best way Uh, in the story um, keep it there Uh, make it a point of the story and it's going to start and end there and the players are going to be better for it Uh, although be careful if you have made that mistake just don't let if it's do it between too many you know two players or the, most of the group against each other uh, try not to reward <laughs> one side over the other <laughs> or or um, or have it derail your your own story just there's always a better way to handle it uh, be creative and it's gonna be fine
1: mm. okay. very nice and inspiring a uh, nice past place approach as well but uh, one that promotes, um, promotes understanding and like they deal with the issue rather than just immediately call it off and <laughs> um, yeah I, agree, I I like this approach and I agree with it because it, in the end it kind of so teaches you how to, like more interpersonal skills that you know you have, there is conflict not just in the role playing games but everywhere else as well mm. and uh, because it, if friendships can develop from this, it's good if we try to solve the issues by talking and understanding rather than just uh, playing out of the game or you know yeah. other more important ways.
2: Yeah, it's worth it That's in the it. end. it's worth yeah. to to overcome the conflicts uh, to build on friendships through that yeah, pen mm-hmm. and paper uh, experience. It's um, and in the end, it it is an experience. It's like I, I mentioned books at the start. I do believe that it's a medium that is still quite un- underappreciated uh, and it should be taken into account. Uh, but then again, I also believe that viewer input into creativity uh, when it comes to the media is going to be a big thing in the future. Mm.
0: Interactivity is mm. like...
2: Yes, yes. Like
0: that uh, episode of uh, Black Mirror, Bandersnatch. Black Mirror. <laughs> yep.
2: <laughs> I mean, it, it's, it's, uh, it seems to me like it's a natural development of uh, entertainment um, that m- makes a lot of sense to me. Mm. Of course, there's a lot of things involved uh, that could lead to something different, but why not, right? It's always fun to have a say in the story. Yeah certainly could think of a few shows where I could, if I could, I would change the ending. <laughs>
1: Talking about the, the future, any future endeavors uh, you... Uh, so, from what I understand, you mostly focused on the Vampire to Masquerade, Dark Ages, um, and as a storyteller. You don't say this is your general profile. Are there any... Have you decided to develop something on your own or give it a try as a player in some other uh, franchise? What What is the future as you as a storyteller? Or any personal development you have as a storyteller?
2: Any questions uh, regarding the Yeah, uh, yeah actually, uh, a couple of things. Uh, well, first, uh, I love writing. Uh, I've, uh, I've created my own... Uh, worlds and uh, settings, um, I've just not um, put everything together the way I want quite yet, um, mm-hmm. but as a storyteller and uh, about this, my favorite pastime of, uh, of meeting with, with my friends and uh, sharing stories like that, um, what I'm considering this specific period is um, a really in-depth look into the, the Dungeons & Dragons uh, mm-hmm. mythos <laughs> and game um, I just can't make up my mind yet if I want to use the setting uh, itself or the rule set uh, that like then uh, maybe adapt to something more original of my own and nonetheless it's definitely the d20 world for, uh for my future escapades as a storyteller and uh, be really excited if obviously. Really?
1: So you yeah. leave the D10 system from Vampire to go for the D20?
2: Yes. After,
1: okay, that's after, that's after, a lot after, because so I have a, yeah. exactly I have a lot of experience. Okay, all right. So one like s- small final question, just because you, you sparked my uh, my curiosity. Uh, what what why would you move from the D10 to a D20? What made you change that system for you?
2: Well, when you've uh, played with the D10 system long enough, Mm -hmm. um, you start to realize that it has some limitations, Um, mostly gameplay wise, Um, the the dice rolling, the the number crunching. Um, But the D20 system is also, I think, much better for fantasy. And that's just 90% the reason why I'm um, switching there. Uh, that's not to say that you can't play the fantasy, in a fantasy genre with uh, or high fantasy with the D10 system. It's just that mm-hmm. um, I think I've had enough of it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. A lot of D10 rolling. Um, I I would. Um, I would I will try, of course, the D20, I've tried it as a player. I want to try it as a storyteller as well. I think it's uh, it has a bit of more, um, uh, it gives more space uh, to, to a creator to just work with a few more mechanics. Uh, if I'm wrong, uh, this is just here to quote
0: no but like you said earlier being a storyteller is also about being adaptable and changing also so you can grow so it makes sense that you're also looking for new avenues to develop yourself
2: exactly exactly. I I think change is awesome, I'm terrified of it but every time I've uh, I've actually uh, overcome this and um, dared it 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 was good in the end
1: yeah. Say it in more of a gamer's term, perhaps. Uh, you gathered enough XP to level up, and uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> as as I said, have more avenues to try and experiment. Okay. Exactly.
2: Yeah. Exactly.
1: Okay. Yeah.
2: Um,
1: well, I think that was uh, what I had to ask in Raya 2. Yeah. Um, I,
2: mean, I I would love to hear your answers to all of these questions as well. <laughs> we need to do well stay tuned
1: because that might be an episode as well
2: (laughs) oh great 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 awesome okay then then my um my ocd is going to be saved
0: (laughs) (laughs) nick did we miss something are you itching to tell us something else about storytelling that we forgot to ask
1: yeah is there something more Uh,
2: well just i don't know uh this is something that um, anyone who listens to this is not going to be aware of. But please, if you want to be inspired and uh, storytell at any point in your life, just go to YouTube and search for uh, for Mercer, Matt Mercer. Just enjoy uh, <laughs> everything. Did you get paid for this? <laughs> oh okay. my, I mean, I wish, <laughs> I wish I had any sort of of um, of uh, cooperation. But uh, no, seriously, I mean, this um, because we mentioned, of course, what inspired me about storytelling. I've always uh, obviously it, w- it wasn't until very late in my life that, as a storyteller that I discovered uh, Matt Mercer. But now that I've uh, seen how he story tells, it's it's an experience on its own. Uh, don't try to copy, of course, uh, <laughs> it's not going to end well for most people. Um, mm-hmm. I always, uh, my advice is to have your own style as a storyteller. Um, But um, in my opinion, he's just the best uh, storyteller that I've seen uh, at work. Nice. Mm.
0: Thank you for the recommendation. Yes. (laughs) And thank you for answering all of our questions with such inspiring and beautiful ideas and words.
1: Thank
2: you, thank you for inviting me Um, and uh, I will be tuning in for for your own uh, answers, you you promised (laughs) now.
1: Well, also tune in for the rest of the speakers we have as well, Um, because I think, uh, I don't know if you agree, but everyone gave a bit different approach to most of the questions and the games they've played. Yeah. I'm glad that we covered a more holistic approach. (laughs)
2: That's yes. awesome, that's so awesome.
0: And one of our other guests is a D&D storyteller, so maybe you yeah. can get some inspiration mm. for the new endeavor.
2: <laughs> there we go. Yes, I'd love to. Great.
1: Thank you, Nick. Great. I think we can end it here. Yeah. Thank you, Nick.
2: Thank you, guys. Thank you. I hope you uh, have uh, many, many guests and I listen to more of these uh, interesting discussions with other people. Yeah. Mm-hmm.